Shout out to everybody. I was having some little audio issues. Uh, I had to make sure I get things intact before we get intact, right? Right? Before we get intact. So appreciate all of y'all joining in on the accidental experience. Um, we loaded up today. I think we more loaded up because we have, uh, excuse me, we have something that is plaguing the world. Normally, this would have been a man's health type of uh, video, even though primarily it may be, but we're not, we're encouraging everybody. We don't want people feeling like, oh, it's for men, so if I had a question, I'm not welcome. No, you are welcome. Um, we are dealing with a lot of uh, health situations now because whether you believe it or not, you are at risk. You know, COVID has proven that. COVID has proven that you are at risk even when you think you're not at risk, you know? We don't realize we're at risk because we like, oh, well, I didn't have the COVID or if I caught it already and I'm good and I'm still alive, but you're wrong. You're wrong. You know? Unfortunately, people are passing away from this situation in the worst way. And you know? it's becoming something that we are not necessarily taking the steps. We're not really realizing why is this happening, what is happening, and what it was supposed to do. Now, unfortunately, this is not going to be a conversation about any propaganda and any little drama or who's screwing this one and who's doing that and all this. That is the problem already. It's like, I know a lot of people, especially YouTubers, don't like doing these type of videos because they feel like, well, we're not going to get any damn views because people don't care about their health. You know, that's that's what you're simply saying, you know. You, you, you basically don't care about your health. And if you don't care about your health, you got to think about what does that say about you? You know, to live in such a environment in life to be looked upon as, especially being a black man, not acknowledging our health, being serious with it, knowing what we have to do with it, knowing the steps that we need to take that we aren't necessarily doing what we're supposed to do. That should tell you a lot. And it's sad. Shout out to OG Panther. What up, big brother? Shout out to OG Panther. Man. Um, you're going to like this today. I think you're going to definitely enjoy it yourself. Uh, but, you know, I, I think we need to consider how important and how serious these questions are and how they affect you in whatever community you live in. You know what I mean? You could be a rich person living in Boca Raton and maybe your eating is causing you to have such issues. You know, I was looking at this gentleman today and as I'm looking at this gentleman, I'm seeing a guy with a cane and I'm wondering like, wow, I wonder what he had to sacrifice to enjoy in life 
to be in this position then? You know what I mean? Like, what did he have to do to later on this becoming an issue? And, you know, that's something to think about. I think one of our biggest issues is not realizing what we sacrifice to be in the position that we're in. Um, a lot of it also has to do with how we think, how we, our perception on things, um, what we see, who's helping us, who's, who's zooming who, you know? <laughs> it's, 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 you know, all that. And, and I think we need to embrace the fact. So today I brought along a special guest that um, primarily is uh, an individual that I highly respect. And the brother is a brother that I can honestly say that he, he's showing the, the mode of changing the game. And, and he sacrificed him to be on YouTube and Instagram to encourage people to do better, to do better with their health and do better with the way that they're um, taking care of themselves. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people out here that just really don't realize that they're playing a very, very dangerous game. And I, and I think that is the, the key. I think that's one of the biggest things that people have to realize. Um, so I say this to say, at what point do we take things seriously and say, you know what, enough is enough. It's time for me to, you know, change my way of thinking. I want to do better. I want to lose weight. I want to start getting women or women that want to start meeting men and being able to, you know what I mean, feel good about yourself in the process of this. I think that this is something to really address. So I want to bring this brother in, and he'll be here shortly. And I want you guys to not feel afraid of asking questions, not feeling afraid to uh, addressing things that you probably never really addressed because you just probably haven't been to a doctor. You probably haven't been to a nutritionist. You probably haven't been to the gym. And you know now that with everything going on in COVID, maybe you're suffering things in the bedroom, you're just not really as desirable or feeling desired. You know, it could be one another. It could be a combination of things. And I think these, these things need to be highly addressed. And what a better way to come here to do that? So before my uh, guest makes way, how was your day? What did you do? How did the situation become uh, a pleasant day, if it was? And, and, and what made it so pleasurable? You know, we, 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 we forget about these type of ordeals sometimes. And I think that that's like a big thing. So what made your day great? Um, again, you know, this is a Wednesday evening. Um, if you need to know the day of the week. But it is the evening. And, you know, a lot of people have questions and struggle with a lot of things that they just don't really address. We just don't. And it's always very, very sad. So I feel as if we need to 
address this in a bigger way and kind of make this fashionable to have conversation about what we need to do. Um, so I'm going to be throwing up a link in a minute. Let me throw up a link. And we'll take it from there. So um, today there was a fire in my neck of the woods. Not necessarily. Everybody got injured. Well, I know people don't understand. When you see a fire, it's supposed to burn. People were trying to get close to this fire. When I when I seen that this fire wasn't being put out, I was like, this is a factory. And this fire has been firing for like four hours. Now, my thing is this. I know it's hard to put out fires when you're dealing with wood, but then it's also hard to put out fires when it's chemicals. So I'm always thinking of like, what is that smoke? There's going to be a lot of toxic gases and fumes just in that smoke. But we don't think about that. And do you? You know what I mean? These are the things that you got to think about. So I want to think about when you see these things, how often are you bringing this to yourself and how serious this is? So uh, we're going to bring my man, Mr. Let me actually make sure I have his banner here because it's most important to have his banner. That, uh, you know, this is basically what it's about. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to bring in one of my fellow YouTube YouTube brothers. We call our YouTube brothers. We don't say black YouTube, okay? We say YouTube brothers, big difference. We say black YouTube, we start bringing the drama in and they're like, oh shit, is he gonna talk about Kevin Samuels and you know, this one and that? No, none of that here. This is a whole different mode of empowerment. So give the brother a round of applause. Shout out to work out with Wayne. What's up? What's up, big bro? <laughs> so we 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 have this uh this thing that's going on, man. Um, and there's a lot of, of things that's happening, man. I, you know, there's a big fire out here in my borough today, and I was like, I was just concerned when I see these black black smoke that was just going up in the air for like three, four hours, not realizing, man, what happens when people are seeing these things and saying, damn, like, what is in this smoke? What is in this fire? What is in this these fumes? And as it's going up in the air, so things like this we take so much for granted. And it's, it, you know, looking at this fire and open up your window, the same way when I was downtown, well, not really downtown, but close to downtown, well, about a mile away, when 9-11 happened and we were smelling them crazy fumes the next day and that terrible smell. And I was like, whoa. We all thought it was, you know, of course, the day. But of course, it was later on, it became very toxic. People was dying all over the place, man. Still, till today, from 9 11. So when I see that now, it brings me back to that. You know, how serious is that? Or are we living in a society or a world where it filters all that out? And do we have anything to worry about knowing the sky's the limit is going elsewhere? In terms of the environment? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is a sky a filter or is a sky actually something that is uh could be harmful to us just for safe safety? Um oh, uh I would I would assume, you know, that's not my area of expertise, but it, it's only getting worse with the amount of 
just fumes and different things that aren't natural. You know, all the factories, all the different things that are putting stuff out there is only getting worse. So, you know, if you took the air, a lot of uh, environments seen changes when we had COVID, when less people are out, less cars are on the road. Uh, and you saw the things kind of restore themselves to his natural state. So that should tell you that right there. Wow. Yeah, that's it. These, 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 these are the things that we we don't think about. It's like, in the case of, let's just say we're in a position of, you know, um, we're living in this environment now. Of course, we're dealing with the, the C word. And um, unfortunately, people did not realize how much of this was a warning or, or haven't changed their way of thinking. And, you know, I feel that people now still are not, still are taking health for granted. And uh, I realized that, you know, we see now everything with more of some of the ones that are smart with it, but, you know, we're more health conscious with things, uh, at least myself. Um, we, we seeing things as, you know, what should we do? What should we eat? Does it matter? What's too bad for us? As you explained uh, a week and a half ago, moderation is the key. But what is moderation to a person that is 350 pounds? You know, what, what is moderation to a person that is 90 pounds? Um, you know, what, what are we doing here? And it's, it's just, you know, what do you see basically as an introduction to yourself? You know, how did you get into all this to want to attack not only enhancing people through working out, but as far as you know, God and people aren't eating properly. Uh, it's just in our face, you know. If you look at our community, and then just even as a you know, American Western culture, it's just we, it's gotten out of hand, and you see it every day. Um, and you just say, well, you know, this isn't normal. We look at the statistics, and things are just kind of going worse and worse and worse. So, you know, my job. I'm not an athletic performance coach. You know, I don't work with uh, athletes anymore, anything like that. So my job is to help people be their, their healthiest self. And uh, that's important right there. It's just for them to be their healthiest self and, and, you know, change one person, you can help change communities. One person can help change communities. Very well said. Um, is obesity affecting just people of color or we are the issue because we're such a small amount throughout the United States. I mean, is this an issue regionally or just as an issue throughout the whole United States, throughout the world, so to speak? This is a problem uh, globally. <laughs> and then we can go into it being a United States problem. Um, and you can take a look and look at all demographics. They're all on the rise when it comes to obesity. Um, but if you look at our community and specifically, yes, we are, you know, we have the largest amount. Um, and it's just, there's a lot of different factors to go into that, you know, if we want to discuss that, but that's where it's at. You can see uh, the statistics say, and if you, you know, you look around, you look at your family, look at your friends, look at what's going on, you say, okay, this kind of, these stats kind of make sense. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely uh, a problem globally, a problem from, as a country, and then a problem, you know, as our community as well. Now, globally, we would have never guessed that. Like, most people think, oh, everybody in the foreign countries, they eat from the floor. I mean, I mean it's not the well, floor. From the ground. And, <laughs> <laughs> it's from the ground, and everything's organic. And, you know, when I go to this country, the chickens don't, are not as fat as it is here. Yeah. Steroids. Well, what's happening is 
our way of life over here is slowly trickling to other countries. And that's why they're getting more unhealthy because they're doing some of the stuff that we do over here. So a lot of the, the, you know, the fast foods and the different ways of doing things, the quick and easy stuff that wasn't in some of these places has kind of made it over there. And now those, those communities are starting to see a big difference uh, for the worse. Now, is the fast food, does it just taste better or it's just, just because people here are just always in a rush and the world is just in a, a rush to nowhere? Uh, <laughs> I would hope it. Uh, I think you just kind of get used to what you get used to. So, you know, if you are used to that, you know, maybe that's what you were raised on or you don't really, you know, have much experience doing other stuff. And then, yeah, I would say as a as a uh, society, we are, you know, pressed for time a little bit more, unfortunately, uh, or we don't make enough time, which we could. And that's what happens. You know, you're on the run. It could be, you know, taking kids back and forth from sports, running back and forth from work. And if you're not taking time to prepare your own meals, then, you know, those uh, fast food, fast casual options become uh, become the norm. Wow. Not even realizing they're like, listen, this is just what I pick up every day on coffee and egg sausage, biscuit, and you're just ruining yourself in the process of that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so healthy, what is being healthy? What about a person that we see, an Asian guy that smokes cigarettes every day, he lives to 120 years old? versus a person that dies prematurely for catching lung cancer. You know, is it just random? What, what is that? What do you think? I think when we see those people who, you know, they live that long, they're just, a, they're an outlier, you know? <laughs> they, they're an outlier. That's not the norm. We don't see hundreds of 100-year-old people smoking cigarettes. We see one or two. And, you know, they just happen to be an outlier. So, you know. It's not to say what they're doing is, is beneficial or working. It's just it it just happens to, you know, it, it worked out for that one person out of how many. Right. Do yes. you think that do you, do you feel that when it comes to um the fact that fast food is fast food, why is it bad for you? It's because it's processed or is it just the ingredients that they make just to get you on your day is bad overall? Well, you got to look at what's the point of fast food is to make something so quick that they still could turn a profit and just make it as fast as possible. And then you can consume it and you're good to go. They're not trying to make you healthy. They're not trying to, you know, they don't take any responsibility for what they're doing to you. I mean, if you look at how chicken nuggets are made, it's a, it's a pink kind of goop <laughs> that comes out, you know, and it's just, it's not even real. So they're just trying to make, Make a fast buck, fast food, fast money, and people just kind of have uh, assimilated and think of it as real food, but it's not. I would say probably long time ago, like if you look at McDonald's in the 1950s or something, yeah, their burgers probably were more real. But now in 2020, no, it's completely different. So we have no clue that regardless of what's in that burger, it's not made the authentic way a burger was made then. No, there's no way. Because everything's evolved so that they can be more efficient, you know? Right. So, yeah. enough cows, so to speak, to even be coming in with those true beef Angus burgers. Nah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just about quickness, about quickness, get you in, get you out. And, uh, you know, if you look at a lot of stuff, uh, the, the overall theme of what we would call the Western diet, 
would be processed foods, processed foods, um, lots of dairy, uh, saturated fats, and, you know, just high sugary uh, drinks and snacks and things like that. Wow. Um, we have um, Abby Jackson, too much processed food that is destroying mankind's body. Yeah. That's it. Rashi Copeland has a great question. He wants to know, April, can you ask him an intimate fasting a way to start losing weight? Okay. Uh, that's a good question. Um, if, if anybody wants to, you know, get more specific with their actual, uh, to, to get a solution for themselves, you know, we can interact and they can, uh, you know, respond in that comment section. Um, I guess my question would be why, how much, how much weight are you trying to lose and why are you trying to lose the weight? Because there, there's a why to everything. And if we if I just give general answers, then it kind of gets you nowhere. Right. Like, in other words, would, would it, is it safe for a person to say to meet more women, to be more appealing, to be more healthy, <laughs> uh, fit my clothes right? You know, like you said, you got to give a little more because he, if he can't see you, so he's able to be able to tell you somewhat pretty much so um, to start losing weight. Yeah. Rashi, you could shoot that question a little deeper. And if you could, uh, I don't know if that's a Rashi, that's a, that's a gentleman or a lady, but uh, that's a gentleman. A gentleman, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah you, you want to know the why. Uh, intermittent fasting has to work with your, your lifestyle. And if it doesn't, then there's no point in trying it. Weight loss only can occur if you are in a caloric deficit. And that means you are burning more than you consume. So if you're if you consume less than you than you burn, you're going to lose weight. So you don't have to intermittent fast. You don't have to really do anything like that. Um, and that and that's that's the way to look at it. So if, if that's something that can kind of get you there and, and, and a tool to use it. Yeah. But it's I wouldn't say it's the only way. And depending on your situation, um, now that's what I would look at. Uh, a lot of people use it because it allows them to um, it prevents them from kind of snacking. It'll give them that window where they have to stop, whether it be in the evening or they have to start late in the afternoon. And then all that does is put them in that deficit because, you know, typically before the intermittent fasting, they've been eating for 16 hours, you know, whether it be snacking here or there, they eat late night or whatever. And then once you put them in that intermittent fasting window, then they start, they have to shut it down. And then that allows for them to be in that caloric deficit. Since he's um, four, okay, he's 43 and he wants to feel more confident about himself. Okay. Uh, that's a, is it 430 as in weight or 43 as in age? Oh, he's 430. Excuse me. My bad. Okay. Okay. I'm 430. I want to feel more confident about myself. Okay. He's, he's, okay. Four, he's 430 um, on the weight. I would say this. The number one thing, if you are at that size right now, it would be taking a look at food choice. I would prioritize that first. Um, by intermittent fasting, put it this way, right? If somebody were to eat, I'll, I'll use an extreme example, right? Let's say somebody goes to McDonald's three times a day, right? And that causes them to gain weight because they're getting the excess amount of calories. 
Then we say, hey, let's do intermittent fasting, and they only go to McDonald's once once a day, right? They're gonna lose weight. But what's the what's the real root of the problem? Going to McDonald's, right? So we wanna we wanna make sure that we're looking at food choice and say, what can I start doing? How can I get more fruits and vegetables in my diet? How can I start looking at lean meats, complex carbs, really making sure that I'm getting proper real food and nutrients so that I'm, uh, I'm gonna put myself in position. So then when you reduce your portions, you're still eating real stuff. Uh, so we don't, we don't, I don't, if you're, if you're at that size and I've trained people at that size, and a lot of times what happens is it's processed foods. Uh, let me ask this, Rashi. Why would you say your weight has gotten to that? Like, what what type of food choices would you say? Well, he's giving that answer. Exposed says, um, "How long does it take to cleanse bad food, candy, alcohol, etc., out of your body?" Uh, that's an interesting question. I, I hear a lot about these cleanses and things like that um alcohol is going to take a while in terms of like 48 hours to get out your body but what's what's the rush i guess my question is what would be the point of a cleanse are you looking to change your lifestyle and then i mean there's fit people that eat you know quote unquote bad food candy alcohol but it's all moderation so what we don't want to do is put you in a position where you're kind of doing a cycle of uh, taking these things in, in excess and then you eliminate them completely. And then now it's kind of an all or nothing cycle. Right. Then you kind of feel bad when you do them and then you, you cut them all out and that's not sustainable. So taking a look at a, a cleanse or something, just just say, hey, how can I retool my lifestyle and start really reducing the amount of times that I do, uh, you know, candy, alcohol, fast food, processed foods, and then just get it in, into moderation. You know, if you want one pack of gummy bears, that's something I snack on every now and then. You do that once a week, cool. Um, but we don't want to look at it to where you villainize certain stuff. And then we say, that's bad. I should never have that. It should be, you know, I can have it sometimes. Right. Um, next question will be, um, hold on, let me this one. OG said veggies on Tuesday and Thursday is a good start. <laughs> veggies every day is a good start. <laughs> yeah. Every day. Every day. Now I would say, you know, work your way, work your way up. If that's something that you're not doing consistently, then uh say, hey, at least for dinner, I'm gonna make sure I have one to two servings of vegetables uh a day. And then work your way that way, work your way down. Uh, start trying to incorporate them with breakfast, but just make sure that that's something that you're doing daily because the end goal should be four to five servings per day. That's not something that you're going to do right off the bat if you're not used to it, but you should be shooting, shooting for it, uh, that going forward. Um, that's my reason is the key. Um, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. When people have this thing, I mean, unfortunately, I'm not going to lie to Let's just say you're trying to lose weight and we're in COVID season. So you're not trying to really do the gym thing clearly for obvious reasons. So you're trying to change your diet and you go through this level of starving yourself. 
like literally. I, I know that's bad, and I want to know how bad that is where it actually is not more or less something that could make you lose weight. You know, what are the pros and cons of such an obvious question of starving yourself when you're trying to lose weight versus okay. eating better? Well, the starving, you got to say, I, and I'm, you know, you're going to hear this consistently, what I'm saying is why. You say, why are you doing this? Why are you starving yourself? Because you're trying to lose weight on the scale as fast as possible. That's 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 the bottom line why you're doing it. You're trying to do it as fast as possible. And basically you're trying to cheat the system because you can't lose body fat that fast. You can lose overall weight, you know, by starving yourself. And then what's going to happen is, you know, you'll see the scale go down a little bit. But one, that's not sustainable. Um, so we want to lose body fat. Nobody says, hey, I want to lose muscle. You know, hey, I'm happy with losing just water weight. No, you really want to lose body fat. And what happens is if we can get get ourselves in position to have a a uh, a longer uh, expectation of of losing the weight and, you know, just be chill, hit the brakes a little bit so that we're not doing, you know, starving ourselves, we'll be OK, because what will happen is if you if you just don't eat. Right. OK. Um, you're not taking in any carbohydrates. Right then what's going to happen is your body has a storage of that and then that holds on the water so what you'll see really quickly is a, a drop in water weight and you'll say oh you know the, the scale went down that's great then what'll happen is if you if you do a long term like you know like a really long fast or something like that where you're doing that what'll happen is if you're not getting adequate amount of protein then you'll start losing muscle as well not at a rapid state but you'll you'll lose muscle so what will happen is you'll lose water, you'll lose muscle, you'll lose a little bit of body fat, but your overall body fat percentage will not really go down. So let's say you lost five pounds, right? You lost two pounds of water, <laughs> uh, two pounds of muscle and a pound of fat because you're doing it all wrong. And you're like, yes, I lost five pounds. What happens when you go back to your old habits and gain back five pounds? Right. Did you did you regain muscle? Right. No. <laughs> so it's like if you yo-yo like that for a long time where you go from restriction, lose muscle, lose weight, then regain weight, lose muscle, lose weight, then regain weight. You could actually get back to the same weight. But if you've done that four or five times, you could have five, six pounds less muscle. Right now, your metabolism slower. Now, your body fat percentage is higher. But the scale could actually almost be the same if you keep returning to the same weight after your yo-yo. And this is all from cheating the system. Trying to cheat the system. It's like thinking about taking a test in school. It's like you you, you didn't study. You tried to read the notes on the way to the to school. You know, you're trying to, you know, the scantron where you try to find a pattern, C A, C A. Like you, you you're gonna fail. You gotta, you gotta put the work in. Oh man. Um so needless to say, you're saying that if you're going to lose weight without a strong workout regimen, you could just do this by eating, but eat the right foods versus starving yourself. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing, because what if you want a quick fix, basically your mentality is, I don't like what I'm doing. I'm going to do it for a short amount of time, and then I'm going to be happy to go back to my old habits 
uh, yeah. you know, candy, alcohol, fast food. Soon as I get to where I want to get to, if you if you have a a, a uh, lifestyle approach, what I call like having no finish line, then you're good to go. But if you go, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this for two weeks, then I'm gonna go on my vacation, and then when I get back home, you know, it doesn't matter no more. Right, it's, it's not gonna work for you long term. Okay, so Rashi said eating out the majority of the time. Yeah. So if, if you're eating out the majority of the time, you're really uh, putting yourself in position of just getting a, a it's not even overeating. You know, sometimes when people see a larger person, they say, man, they eat too much. That's not always the case with uh, fast food and things like that. There's so many calories. Uh, if, if you uh, this would be a good one. Uh, cheesecake factory. If you go look at the nutrition facts for the slice of cheesecake there, it's around 1,200 calories. They have ranging from 1,600, 1,200, 900 calories for one slice of cheesecake. Once I, now, at what point is that bad? Because you're supposed to have how many calories a day? If, if, you can, if you eat something that's 1,200 calories, depending on your size, I'll take myself, for example. My daily intake, depending on how active I am, it could be anywhere from, you know, 2,600 to 3,200 calories, right? One piece of cheesecake, 1,200 calories. Imagine if you're a smaller person or a smaller woman or something like that. That could be almost two-thirds of your daily calories right there. Damn. So just understanding that these processed foods and these quick things that we go to get, if you're not looking at you know, looking those things up and really seeing what's in them, you're, you're just you're just packing on the calories and it's not a volume thing. That's what I'm saying. You're not overeating. You're not stuffing your face. You're actually eating a standard size meal, but it's so many calories in it because it's processed that now you're you're at the end of the day, you're in a caloric surplus. And that's how the weight gain happens. That's how, OK. So now if you if you uh, ice cream, let's just say Hakkadaz ice cream and it says. 230 calories on the side. What is, does that mean a spoonful, a cup, or the actual? Well, it ha it'll have the serving size on there. So it'll have a serving size. It'll tell you, uh, you know, if that's half a cup or whatever they have on there. Um, it's very important that you educate yourself and you really read the back of whatever you're buying, not just the front. Because the front is there to kind of, you know, basically to trick you into buying it. It'll say low fat or it'll say gluten free or whatever, right? And you'll grab it and say, oh, that's good. But if you look on the back and start looking at the portion size, you'll really see. I mean, there, there's stuff that you might think that the whole pack is the serving. But then once you really look on the back, half the pack is a serving. So you're really eating twice as much that's on there. But if you don't read the back, then you don't know that. <laughs> what happens now where let's just say something like. There's White Castles. I don't know if you have that where you live, but I had it before. Yeah. yeah. So White Castles, they were saying that their their burgers were soy, and it, you know I don't know if this is a good thing because people know that you eat some White Castles, you go home, you go straight to the bathroom. <laughs> now the only thing I order at White Castles if I have any craving would be the clams, and I noticed that the clams are not really that high when it comes to calories um other than it being fried why is this and what else could you order from white castles that if you're desperately hungry what would matter 
what could you eat that you would recommend? So the way that my approach to fast food is if I'm going to do it, it doesn't matter because I'm doing it so infrequently. If if I if I'm if you know if I'm on a road trip or whatever, right? And I'm starving and you know I haven't had fast food in two months, does it really matter what I get? I'll go right, get the right, I'll right. go get the whatever triple cheeseburger and enjoy it. You know, it'll probably be uh it'll 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 feel good going in, but not going out. You know, you're gonna hit that heartburn or whatever. But at the end of the day, I'm not worried about it. I'm not gonna feel bad about eating it because I don't eat it often. So that's the thing. Like when I look at certain stuff like that, if it's White Castle or whatever it is, and if it, so you should really ask yourself, how often are you eating this stuff? Right. If, if you're eating it consistently, then that's the issue. Let's not try to uh, don't allow them to get you thinking that there's really healthy options on these menus. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's, it's pretty much all bad. Oh. And, you know, if, if you're I can understand if you're making a, a substitution, you know, like some places they might have like apples instead of fries or you want to do something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. But if, if you barely eat fast food and you happen to go there, then do whatever. I mean, I always say I tell my clients all the time. If you're going to a family event or you're going to a wedding or what, just enjoy yourself because what you should have been doing before that is all the right things. You should have been eating vegetables every day. You should have been doing some type of movement. You should have been drinking enough water. So if you go to a wedding, go eat the cake, drink the wine and have fun. You shouldn't be like, hey, bartender, uh, can I get the wine with the least amount of sugar? You know, you shouldn't be doing that. Just enjoy yourself. (laughs) Just enjoy yourself. And that's that's where you set the moderation up so you're able to enjoy for the future. Yeah. 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 So what would you rather have? Like three low sugar, you know, not great tasting brownies per week right. or like one really good real brownie once every two weeks. Right, right, right. That's true. And this applies for alcohol as well. Yeah, it's got to be moderation. It's got to be moderation. Um, that's where a lot of people get a lot of calories. And, you know, you start to forget where those are coming from. And there's a lot of uh, other effects that will lead to weight gain. But, yeah, just number one would be the excess calories that it'll put you over. Um, have you said for starch, we we'll say potatoes is better to eat than rice with vegetables. Is this true? Well, that we want to be careful when we say better. You know what? What, it, what is better? We want something that's a complex carb. That means it's going to take your complex carbohydrate. Means it's going to take your body longer to break it down, which is going to be good for you. Uh, and it's not going to be if something's a simple carb, it's going to give you a quick spike in blood sugar, and that's going to be you know something like candy, right? And then you're going to be hungry again really quick. But if you are able to eat something that is like a starch, whether it be potato, sweet potato, um, rice. We want to go to more of the like a brown rice. You want you want the grain in there uh, versus any white rice. Then you're good to go. I mean, jasmine rice is okay, but uh, I wouldn't get into a big argument of you know potatoes versus brown rice. That's just going to come up in terms of uh, unless there's a, spe- a, a specific dietary need. If you have a dietitian or a nutritionist who works with you specifically for your body, then yes, 
please listen to them. But if we're just talking about general uh, health and weight loss, you know, potatoes versus rice, that that's not an issue, nothing you should uh, waste time worrying about. Oh, wow. Um, potatoes, you mentioned something about potatoes being a vegetable that a lot of people are not aware of that uh, versus French fries. Yeah, well, what the, the sweet potato is going to be more, like you said, is, is a starch and it's going to take more time to break down. So uh, we, we want to eat potatoes. Those are those are things that are good for us. Um, but yeah, if we, we don't want to compare something that's real to like something that's fried, <laughs> like the French fries. Uh, yeah. And then you got to look at the oils that they're cooked in and all those different things. So just just find a way if you're somebody who likes French fries, find a way to eat potatoes in a more healthy way and then maybe you can curb that craving whether it's sweet potato or white potato yeah white potatoes are fine yep a lot of different ones russet potatoes all the different ones you get the little different color ones they're all good for you because they're 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 a uh, complex wow so we, we we would hear it's longer to break the body down we would think that would be a bad thing but that's actually better well the body it takes longer for the body to break the food down yeah Yep. Oh, wow. Thank you, Rashi Cop. Appreciate that, brother. Um, please, ladies and gentlemen, do not hesitate. I got a million questions regardless. But uh, please do not feel ashamed. And I know I did mention there that we were going to talk about libido and stuff like that. So do not feel ashamed if you have to break this down to anyone. Um, yeah. Uh, if anybody wants, you know, specific answers, anything like that, uh, are they going to be able to uh, call in if they want or something like that? Yep, you could you could call in. You could actually you could actually join in without showing your face if you feel yeah. that and you could block your your face if you choose to. Um, but definitely the link is here. I'm actually putting the link in the bottom. Um, and that might be a quicker turnaround to where somebody could really you know get some quick answers just for them, and then uh, you know have something to go back home with. Uh, yeah, they don't have to be on camera if they don't want to, but definitely want to spend this time to. Uh, not just give general advice, but maybe, you know, help somebody specifically. Specifically, we do not feel I, I, I need y'all to definitely do this. Um, I want to ask you, water, that's like now, I mean, excuse me, seltzer water. Is seltzer water good for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, water you're going to you're going to want to get as much of it as possible. So, I know a lot of people have a lot of different uh ways I come across some people that say, "Well, you know, I don't really like, you know, regular water and, you know, I want to do uh Perrier and all this different stuff." It's like if if that's what you need, you know, go ahead and just make sure you're getting enough water. Uh I would I would try to work towards having more plain water. I just I personally don't understand how somebody can't like water, <laughs> but if you need to have different ways of getting it in, then just just work and have a strategy. You know, some people use those like those little uh, water, you know, zero calorie droplets and stuff like that. You know, if you're going from somebody who drinks a lot of soda, maybe, and that's going to be a way to kind of uh, help you get more water in, go right ahead. Now, as far as this whole alkaline thing and all these different waters, it's becoming it can get a little confusing. Um, people, we just don't know what to do. Like, I, I think I went to, uh, I wish I kept the bottle, but I got some black looking water today. 
God damn it. I'm so pissed off I didn't bring the bottle. And now if I threw it out, just it's the common thing. I'm always putting stuff in the garbage. Um, what is the deal with water versus just having, you know, spring water? What is the difference? Is water water? Is it something that's more of an additive than we just know? Yeah, I, I, I really, really try not to get pulled into some of these directions. Now, if, if there's what I say is take care of the most important things first. If you've taken care of all the other important things, then maybe start, you know, picking which type of water that you want to lean towards alkaline or something like that. But if we're talking about somebody who has a major weight loss goal or major health concerns, like let's again, focus on food choice. Let's focus on portions. Let's focus on getting activity, movement, drinking enough water, regular water, whatever. At that point, I don't care what water you drink. <laughs> you know, if, you, if you're somebody who needs to lose a significant amount of weight uh, for your overall health. Uh, but if you're a really fit person and, you know, you've got all the other things checked off, then, you know, do what you want and, and kind of go into no more personal research maybe with that type of stuff. But my thing is I really don't try to get too specific with that type of stuff because it's such a it, it matters this much. If that makes sense. Mm, great answer. Okay. That says it all. It does. <laughs> yeah. Um Nervin's numbers wants to ask how much caffeine is too much? Oh wow. Uh how much is it, are we doing coffee? What are we doing here? Uh what I would take a look at and say is um, why? <laughs> I always ask why and say, why do we need so much caffeine? Um, are we not getting enough sleep? Are we not getting enough rest? Are we trying to do too much? Are we uh, tired? Are we uh, having, you know, dropped off, drop offs of energy during the day? Like, why are we, why are we drinking so much caffeine? And then take a look at it that way. Um, there's people who, you know, you heard of supplements, pre-workout and stuff. And there's people who drink black coffee before that. Uh, you know, one serving, two serving, whatever is fine. But after that, you got to start asking yourself why. You know, if you're doing five hour energies every day, if you're drinking four or five cups of coffee every day, uh, the solution is going to have to take a look at your lifestyle and some other things and say, what's going on? Why do I need so much, uh, so much of a boost? Like, either I'm trying to do too much or I'm not getting enough natural energy. Right, right. Okay. And would that be said, is coffee is coffee healthy? Yeah. Yeah. There's good benefits of coffee. Um, Now, we're talking about, like, just actual black coffee, you know, uh, with minor minor additives. Like, you know, not like some of the stuff you see at Starbucks where people are, you know, doing a bunch of I don't even I don't really even drink coffee like that. So, you know, I see some of the stuff that some people uh, macchiatos and all this crazy stuff. But uh, you got to take a look at that and say, you know, that's not necessary. How about those coffee drinks that we see from Starbucks in the stores? Oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's about the same. It's about the same. But, you know, uh, I would really take a look and say, you know, why do I need this? That's mm. the why. Uh, Abby Jackson was said, would you recommend boiling tap water to kill the bacteria before drinking it when it's cool and at room temperature? Uh possibly. That's that's something I'm not an expert on. I wouldn't, you know, I would use a filter or something like that. If you don't have a filter, maybe that's an option. 
but in terms of uh yeah i wouldn't trust any just regular water out the tap these days um but yeah if you if you want to filter it some type of way yeah and that's possibly a way right there energy drinks uh no <laughs> and and the reason why like i said why why do you need it uh if you are constantly fighting this up and down battle of you know i have low energy then i'm going to get something give me a spike and then it's going to go down i have low energy it's like why are you not just kind of having constant energy throughout the day what's going on and you're gonna have to take a look at diet you're gonna have to take a look at sleep and the thing about it is they're all tied they're all intertwined so it could be uh you know lack of exercise you're not having uh enough movement you're not uh eating the right things you're, not, you're having a possible deficiencies when it comes to uh vitamins b12 and different stuff like that to where you just feel down you just feel like you don't have any energy it's because you don't move and you're not getting enough of uh you know the vitamins and minerals from real food um what do you feel? Well, he was going to say he's not really an expert with water, so I don't know. He, he says it's a clench or a purifier water. He just said a filter. He just wouldn't necessarily trust. So now, um, ladies and gentlemen, we encourage questions. If you want to, you can join the chat. Don't feel afraid. You don't want to show your face because I'm telling you, a lot of y'all are definitely afraid. This is crazy. Um, one of the biggest questions for a lot of um, male and female, I've noticed that this has been a big issue, and uh, women are pretty much turning to toys, and men are turning to sex enhancement pills and all the above. A lot of men are clearly embarrassed to talk about this, so I'm going to do it for them. Okay. Um, and females. So basically, let's start with the men. The men basically are feeling as if, like, um, the ones that's definitely not working out, they feel as if there's a decline in their um, desires. Their libidos at kind of like a little risk. And yeah. I want to know, what is that based on? Is that based on rest? Is that based on diet? Is that Because I know when, when I go on the, the, the treadmill or even if I'm walking on a treadmill with a high uh, incline or the step master, which is amazing for 20 minutes, I feel a difference. And I know in performance, there's definitely a different sexual uh, for the better. What is it and what are the men doing these days that they need to hear you on? Because I, I got you live on Instagram as well. So what is the what do the man and Facebook, what do the man need to hear um on this mode of something that's they need to eat more of and less of? Let's start with the diet first. Yeah. Yeah, well, you gotta take a look at uh testosterone levels and say, what am I doing uh that's gonna possibly lower those levels? So if you are if you are uh, alcohol in excess, processed foods, uh, even marijuana, and you're just, or even other drugs, and you're doing those things, and you're not getting enough movement, you're not actually doing strength training, especially as a man, then you're going to lower, your testosterone is going to be lower. And that's going to go into 
you know, how you, how you, how you feel in your performance like that. So it's just really saying, what should you stay away from? It, it sounds like it's like a lot of these things are always the same answer, but it's kind of that simple. It's like, you should be eating fruits, vegetables, <laughs> all those things. Cause that's nature's kind of uh, medicine cabinet. And you're going to get all the things that you need. And then if you can make sure that you're not doing, you know, putting kind of like toxins in your body that are going to lower your testosterone levels, then you'll be OK. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, like you said about the movement, uh, actually strength training, actually moving, actually getting out there, getting, uh, you know, working on blood flow and all those things. You're going to be good to go. But if you don't do those things, you sit around all day, you don't move, you're in front of a computer, in front of screens, uh, you're not well hydrated. You're not getting uh, vitamin D from the sun. All these different things are going to play a factor. And a lot of times people are feeling the compound effects of all those. When do you know you have a problem? Like, in other words, now the go-to guys are going to get medication, Silas, Viagra, um, all of these different things. They, they, they're, they, they're, they're leaning towards that. Not even in black market, they're selling it. These guys are going on foreign trips, and that's their go-to. And like you said, the question is why? Do you well, you got to look at it this way. It's because if you look at the overall health of our country, it's getting worse. So that is something that is a kind of an indicator of health, right? So if your health is worse, then that is going to be worse as well whether it be your drive or your performance or whatever. So we got to take a look and say, if I can improve my health, then that's just going to get better in itself. So when you see a lot of people that are trying to get a quick fix, like we talked about earlier, trying to do a fast or, you know, people that don't want to work out, they want to go get surgeries. They want to go do all these other things. It's a quick fix. And that's what this kind of is. It's just another version of a quick fix, not wanting to do the work, not wanting to do something that's uh, sustainable. Uh, and that's what you get because, I mean, this only can last so long. So you really have to take a look and say, you know, if I live a healthier lifestyle, I'm going to be able to get these things without having to uh, buy them. You know, like, you know, you really can't buy your health. And that's what some people are trying to do these days. So all that, again, the quick fix, but you're not yeah. the issue. Yeah, because think about this way. Uh, in one of our episodes, podcast episode. We were talking about uh, 21 signs of a healthy body, right? And we were talking about skin health. And I was in one of the convenience stores, like Rite Aid, Walgreens, one of them. And I seen this young lady and she had, uh, was it skin, some kind type of skincare uh, scrub or something. Then she had uh, soda. She had some type of candy bar or something. And then she asked the cashier for cigarettes. So, so she so she drinks soda, she eats candy, and she smokes cigarettes, but she's worried about her skin. Right. Instead of buying all that stuff, stop doing the other stuff. Sometimes the solution isn't adding something to the mix, it's subtracting certain things. And that's what we're seeing. We see people, they want to add, they want to add. You know, like somebody will say, What's the best cure for a hangover? Not drinking <laughs> or time, you got to wait it out, right? That is the truth. <laughs> yeah. Now, hold on, Nike through says that no can do in these times we're living in. You, you don't, 
You got to get a a little more specific with that. I mean, clearly, you have the willpower to no can do situations, but I disagree (laughs) with that. What does he mean no can do? They thank you for the encouragement, making three one six, but that's not that's not encouraging. <laughs> it's saying no can do in these times. Of course you can't do it. That's why we're sitting there talking about it. My family member has no idea my skin stays so clear. Ninety of my my drinks are just water. Ninety percent of my drinks are just water. Yep. There you go. No question about that. That 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 works. Oh, he said. He said he meant as far as Coca-Cola and cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there are studies that show that even drinking one soda a day has, you know, possibly life-altering consequences. So just really take a look and say, you know, how often are we doing these things? And if there's something that are a staple in your diet, you got to really say, you know, how can I change this? How can I? How can I uh, do less of it? Female performance sexually, um, a lot of women seem to be turning more to, uh, you know, electronic toys, stuff like that, battery-powered toys and dildos, et cetera. Um, with the fact of whatever, what's going on with men, they feel that the men are not performing properly or maybe they're just, you know, taking them for granted, they're not dealing with them. So is this an additive for a woman that could desensitize her later, just – not having real natural sex versus a deal, uh, a vibrator. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have. I don't have the data on that one. I don't have the statistics on that one. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> one thing I always do: I'll stay within my my scope of practice. If I don't know, I'll say I don't know. But <laughs> I, I would assume it's probably not helping. You know, right. For a long term, and in terms of a long term solution. <laughs> Hold on. Abby Jackson says, I know co workers who say they are vegan and lose weight, but see them smoking a cigarette. That's true. Yeah, um, I, I think a lot of people got so caught up in, you know, vegan this, vegan that. I mean, you could still eat french fries every day and, like you said, smoke cigarettes. And so it's just, you can, I would say, look into having a plant-based diet. And that means having as many uh, vegetables, fruits as possible. You don't have to give up meat. It'll just moderation. Now, if you want to, that's fine. Uh, but you probably have to find a way to supplement to get adequate protein. Um, but yeah, a lot of times people, they, they do something very quick. Uh, they're not even fully educated on it. And then they possibly start to get some type of things like a uh, vitamin deficiencies and things like that. Um, OG Panther says, do you buy license-free diet? But do you buy into the life lipton-free diet? I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, I think that's going to be per case-by-case case with somebody's body type. Uh, if you if you can have some type of test or something like that, or if you do an elimination diet to where you can uh, make sure those things work. Um, for me, I really don't look into. I don't do a lot of dairy, and for a lot of people who look like us, <laughs> dairy is not really our friend typically. So that's something that I really really uh, limit within my diet. Um, and then when it comes to different things that may cause inflammation or like for me, uh, like 
every now and then I'll go to Chipotle, right? I can, I do pinto beans. I don't do black beans. And the reason I don't do black beans is because my body, it, it, it makes me feel differently. And I don't like the way I feel. I feel a little bit more bloated and stuff like that with black beans. So it's just a case by case. And if it doesn't affect you, you don't, but you know, just really pay attention to your body. And that's why it's so important to have a limited amount of things going on so that you can actually pinpoint and say, oh yeah, you know, this makes me feel bloated or this makes me feel bad. And you can say it probably was the black beans. But you know, if you had, you know, a bunch of other things that aren't good for you, how do you know what's the culprit? How do you know who's guilty? Um, when you said that you go to Chipotle, what is, I mean, is this essentially, would that be more of the better modes of fast food? Yeah, if it's the last resort, yeah. If you call it, you know, it's a step up in terms of fast, fast casual. I mean, you could actually see them cooking the meat there. You know, they do have brown rice options. I think they have like cauliflower rice options now. You know, they got some real, real food in terms of, you know, pico and stuff like that. And it's going to be a step up from a baconator <laughs> or, you know, the, the fake stuff at Subway. I mean, the, you see the fake grill marks and stuff like that at Subway. Yeah, oh, I know. I know. Yeah. Real mark, that's crazy. Um, well, how about between Chick Fil A versus versus um, Chipotle? Uh, I mean, it's about a toss up. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't rely on something like Chick Fil A too often. I mean, I know they do probably have. I mean, you could probably substitute the waffle fries and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, really, they only have like what two or three grilled chicken options maybe then everything else is kind of fried or whatever else is going with it uh i think sometimes people kind of try to psych themselves into feeling like they're doing something good and they're like you know i ate i ate chick-fil-a instead of this or you know i had a salad instead of this and sometimes you gotta take a look at some of the salads from some of these places they're packed full of calories high fat content uh not really not really much nutrients I mean, you're not really, I mean, if you go to like some of these higher end salad places, you're going to have a lot of, a lot more options. But if you go to get a salad from some of these fast food places, I mean, you're, you're not really, what do you get in? Uh, they don't even have cucumbers at most of these places. They just have like tomatoes, the lettuce. Uh, then you put your uh, dressing on there and maybe like some croutons or something, or, you know, a cob salad or something like that. So really uh, taking a look at even some of these salads and, and saying, you know, they're probably not as healthy as you think they are. A little yoga might increase one's sex drive. Is this true? It's activity. You're you're moving. It's 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 just as good as doing everything else. So I would say yes, but I wouldn't say that yoga would be better than you know playing basketball twice a week. I mean, it just depends on what's good for you. Oreos are vegan. Is that true? <laughs> they who knows they probably do have some type of way now that's that's my boy i do the podcast with oh shit oh okay. that's mr 100 down 100 pounds down right there <laughs> he's the dude that we're gonna have actually in the um actually have one of his photos in the thumbnail on one of the yep. on YouTube. yeah 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 Tell them that she says, my family eats way worse than me and they think they could help this unexplainable. They fat shamed me and I lost weight by them calling me out sharp and loud. Oh, <laughs> Shit. This is hardcore. Uh, hemp seeds 
and chia seeds are good for protein. Well, they're, they are small sources of protein, but they're really good sources for healthy fats. That's really going to be where you're going to get healthy fats when it comes to seeds and nuts and things like that. But they do have small amounts of uh, protein in there. Well, I, I, like I told you last time, I put a teaspoon, I don't know if that's a lot, but a teaspoon of chia seeds into my uh, big cup of green tea with, no, with nothing in it. That's just, that's the sugar. I just... Those those are great for fiber, which is going to be great for digestion. Uh, yeah, can't go wrong with that. Okay. Um, Taylor says, my plate has to be at least 75% veggies on this small piece of meat is good enough. I drink almond milk has more calcium than regular milk anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Taylor, she, she sounds like she's made a lifestyle change, right? You, you don't hear her saying, you know, I, you know, I only go to Wendy's once a day now. Like, she's made... A change, so that's real good. Nike three hundred six says, "I've been eating black beans for a possible boost in testosterone. You could only try some. You could also try some chili peppers." I I would I would say that's on the lower list of things to do. If you're already a really fit person, you're already that's my thing. If you're already a really fit person and you are doing all the other things again, hydration, rest, uh, not abusing any substances unless and you know unless you're an older guy or something like that especially if you're a young man you should be good to go in that in that area of testosterone and you can go if you're feeling that it's not as high as it should be or you're feeling something's off go get a test you know go get a test with your doctor take a look and they can help you out with that um but just kind of saying that i'm gonna take in certain amounts of foods and it's gonna give me a significant boost that's that's probably not the 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 most efficient way of going about it. Um, could you explain to people that the sleep under the rock or really just don't know their embarrassed acts? Can you break down testosterone for the simplest terms to a man and woman, but even a woman I have testosterone, but break down the simplest terms. It is just a hormone that's gonna give you that boost <laughs> it's, it's like when you when you got to go lift something you got to go do something and i'm just breaking down as simple as possible it's just that hormone is going to make you go uh you know whether it be like we said whether it's performance outside doing whatever that's what you need and that's why men are on average stronger than women because we have so much more testosterone in our bodies that helps us build muscle and all those different things do, do women have testosterone they do they do they do they have they have a little bit of it. Uh, it's just it's smaller portions. And depending on sometimes uh, if there's medical issues, sometimes men and women have to take, you know, testosterone replacement or therapy and stuff like that. So there are times where women need a boost in testosterone as well for different issues. Uh, but, yeah, it's important that we uh, maintain and keep the testosterone levels that we have and not do other things to abuse it and to bring them down. And of course, as we get older, um, that that declines. So we have to make sure that we keep it up. Yeah, yeah. You 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 wanna you wanna just basically have the the, the healthier lifestyle. It certain things, muscle mass, those things that your metabolism they will slowly slow down as you get older. And that's just something that you can't really control. So that's why it's so important to take care of all the other things. Is there really a difference? Ronald Knox Jr. said, is there really a difference between ground beef and ground turkey? Yeah, I mean, uh, depending on you know what type of 
grade that you're getting or the amount of fat, you know, where there's a red meat's going to have some different effects of turkey. So a lot of people are going to lean towards chicken and turkey like that. But again, if you're using moderation, you should be good to go. Uh, what happens with red meat, you know, they get a lot of uh, flack for saturated fats and things like that. But we really do need a good mix of saturated, unsaturated fats in our diet. It's just sometimes people are getting too much of it from the wrong thing. I mean, I wouldn't recommend eating a, a big steak every single day. But I don't think that it's necessary for, you know, I see some people saying I never, ever, ever eat red meat. And I think that's a little extreme as well. Yeah. Explain that because I hear that a lot where, of course, with black men, they said that we it can give us prostate cancer and stuff like that. If it's pretty much genetic. Um, my cousin's my cousin's a doctor. He was saying it was more if it's genetic, if it runs in the family line, then that's something to be concerned about. But not necessarily red meat. So you're saying now that not eating red meat at all is a little kind of could be extreme. Yeah. yeah. I mean, unless unless you have some type of, you know, testing that you've done that's specific to your body with your with your doctor, then yes, listen to that. But in terms of just going zero red meat, never. It's like, all right. So do you never eat French fries? Do you never eat a donut? Do you never eat, uh, you know, just different stuff like that is like. What's what's the difference? Why why is this uh, attack so much? And I think what happens a lot of people they just ate so much of it to where you can see the effects of it. And a lot of times, looking at uh, what people also do with red meat can kind of kind of get grouped in when you're looking at some of these statistics. You know, if you're a person who eats a Western diet and you do a lot of processed foods, a lot of uh, quick stuff. Uh, you know, things that are high in saturated fats and you also eat red meat, you typically do both of those. Then when they do studies and things like that, they're going to say, oh, well, people who uh, eat red meat, they have these health markers. And then you take somebody who's a vegan or something like that. And you're like, all right, well, they don't have these health markers. But what about people who eat a really good plant based diet? Like basically kind of how uh, Taylor said on her, her plate, she eats 75 percent uh vegetables and fruits and she probably has some whole grains every now and then and then she does red meat occasionally or she does fish or she does chicken are we saying those people are having the same results as people who partake in the western diet right, right. i can't see that being possible and the western diet you said is processed foods and high sugars yep yep all the quick and easy stuff Damn. Wow, that's crazy. um Tell us that this is my field. I've been saving a person. I've been saving for a personal trainer program. I want to own an online business one day selling vegan protein power, organic supplements, and other products that cater to people that are active. Okay, that's, that's a good good time to get into it. You're gonna have a lot of potential customers <laughs> if we look at the statistics that are how our country is now. Uh, so if you can get out there and make a difference, and you know, I think that's that's a good way to go. Um, Nike three one six says yes. Even men have some estrogen. Yep, yep. It's just the, the different levels of both is what makes us who we are. Now, is that the estrogen where we're like, "Yo, man, I'm cutting this dude off, man. I'm done with my boy. He didn't say what's up to me today." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, how do you differentiate? from actual organic foods when you go to a grocery shop and from the real, not real organic foods like the fruits and vegetables? Uh, well, 
unfortunately, you know, if you're not going to a uh, farmer's market or something like that and you go to the grocery store, you're probably going to be somebody who's just going to have to believe what they're telling you. You probably can see the difference in the size of some of them. They will look a little different to where, you know, some of the stuff that's not organic is bigger and it looks different. But I mean, at the end of the day, if I, I don't go so far into that, um, I, I rarely try to spend extra money to buy organic stuff. If you have it, by all means, go do it. If you want to shop at, you know, Whole Foods and some of these places and really get that, then then please go right ahead. But what I don't want to do is for people to think that that's the only way you can eat healthy. If I can't go spend X amount of dollars and buy uh, or all organic vegetables that I should just stay home and eat ramen noodles. <laughs> like we don't want those type of extremes. So if you're not buying organic vegetables, uh, then that's, that's fine. I mean, at the end of the day, wash them properly. If you want to later down the line, you want to grow your own stuff, go right ahead. But I mean, at the end of the day, if you're eating enough uh, fruits and vegetables, you're, you're going to be okay. Kill the lion hormone. <laughs> I mean, that's what's testosterone. I think that's what he's saying. Um, like it says, I always go by seeds through. Though I always go by seeds. I though I know those aren't always the most necessary. Seeds are not actually innocent. What what, what seeds are bad for you? Oh, as far as like fat, right? I think he's saying purchases the organic purchases the seeds and hmm. I think that's what he said like in terms of like growing the stuff growing his own own stuff maybe oh, this is a great question what's the dressing nervous number said what's the dressing to use on salad okay yeah it's not ranch surprise <laughs> uh, you want to try something that I Depending on your taste, but you want something light or something like a vinaigrette, something like that to where you can either have, you know, type of uh, lemon vinaigrette. There's certain stuff out there that's really light. Um, if you want to go like olive oil and stuff like that to where you are getting healthy fats with it, you just want to look at it in moderation. Uh, those are always good ways to go. But in terms of kind of these heavier, chunkier, you know, stuff, you know, we're talking like blue cheese and ranch and uh I, Thousand Island and all that stuff, you know, that I I really haven't had in a long time. I don't, I'm not really a big fan of that stuff. Um, you want to stay away from that stuff. So just really taking a look at something that's a lot lighter uh, and then we'll have some healthy fats in there for you as well. Well, so those, so you're saying that defeats the, well, does it all the way defeat the purpose if a person does have a salad and blue cheese dressing on it? Does it defeat the purpose? Uh well, if you have a lot of uh, good mix of vegetables in there, you're still going to get those nutrients. So that'll still be good for you. But if we're talking about a weight loss component, which most people are using salads for, you might be putting yourself in position to where you're not getting in a caloric deficit because of the amount of uh, calories in some of those dressings. So I guess we're just going to go back to some lemon juice. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> <laughs> I like red wine vinaigrette. Now, I've heard that this red wine is totally healthy um, for your heart. Yeah. So, what is the deal with that? 
Well, there are studies that show that, I mean, really, the, the last time I looked at it, the only benefit for having red wine, right, would be uh, the study was done and it really only helped women and it was only one glass, which I believe is what? Four ounces. Like a lot of people pour glasses of wine, but that's, you know, that's not an actual serving size of five ounces. So a serving size of, of wine is five ounces. So if you drink five ounces of red wine, then yeah, there were some benefits of it. But how many people are doing that? If, so, if you if you drink a half the bottle of the, of the red wine at night, you're not helping your heart. <laughs> right. This this means like if you had like a little small glass, half a glass or something, you happen to have some five fish. ounces. Five ounces. Wow, this is crazy. Um. So another thing now, what happens now when it comes to when you say a plant based diet? Mm -hmm. From a nutritional perspective, how how could you do this from breakfast, lunch, and dinner, for example? A plant-based diet? Right. Like, what, what really, people just think this just means salad and veggie, veggie burgers. <laughs> well, what you want to take a look at and say, um, I always ask people, what did they eat? You know, what, 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 did, you, uh, what did you eat today? So if I ask you this, did, did you have dinner tonight already? Actually, I didn't know. You didn't? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, what about, so you ate lunch today? Yes. Okay. So if I, if I ask, what did you eat for lunch today? What's the first thing you're going to say? Um, first problem, mine was more brunch. I did, I did pretty bad today because I had brunch. So I had like a big omelet with uh, potatoes, you know, the okay. grilled potatoes with onions. And okay. Potatoes. So, all right. Typically what people do, because that's that's something that's more of a mix, like an omelet. Uh, they talk about the meat first, right? So I say, what did you have for dinner last night? Oh, I had chicken or I had shrimp. And then they go to the vegetables, right? If you can retool and really look at food differently and say, let me look at meat as a small portion of my plate. That's really what plant-based would be, because now you're you're looking at all the other things, all the colors on your plate. And then you're just making meat a small part of that. So now you're going to have things that look more like stir fries. You're going to have things that look more like salads. It doesn't have to be a salad. I mean, you can put grains with your salad. And I mean, it's still a salad, but it's not what some people might think of as of a salad. Right. So it's just about getting as many different mix of uh, fruits, vegetables, uh, then also different beans and things like that to where you're getting chickpeas and uh, just really mixing it in there to where you're not focusing on this big piece of meat, some starch, and then possibly vegetables. I mean, how many people does it like, oh, I had a steak and a potato and that was dinner? Right, 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 right. That's, that's dangerous if that's your go-to instead right. of having more of like a, a more of a plant-based diet. So, so we don't have to get afraid to think a plant-based diet means spending $100 in the supermarket and come home with one bag. <laughs> no, that's not sustainable. It's just about making sure that you're getting as much as possible. And then what happens also, it forces you to uh, try new foods. Because if you try to eat the same stuff all the time, you're going to get bored. So you, what you start to see is people 
uh, expanding their palate. They're trying new different things. Uh, the way that you taste food is different. When you stop eating so many salty and sugary things, food starts to taste a little different. So now you're going to start dabbling and having more variety and a lot of different things to where you're adding all these different things to your to your food. Uh, and it's, it's going to be healthier for you because, again, the, all the colors represent all the different vitamins that you're getting. So that, that's what you want when it comes to plant based diet. That's interesting. Um, what would you recommend between um, would you consider a veggie burger? just as bad as a processed chicken filet sandwich? Uh, it depends. It depends. Because uh, there's people who can make homemade veggie burgers, or they are there some of them that have very limited um, ingredients. But then also you have a lot of, a lot of this uh, meatless or, you know, non-meat options. A lot of this stuff is processed as well. And if you turn around the back and you read it and you see, you know, 500 ingredients, that can't be the best for you. You know, the, the stuff that's best for you is going to be very simple. And that's why, you know, I, I can't see why having something that has a bunch of science fair words on the back, but it just doesn't happen to have meat. That's better for you than, you know, uh, a ground turkey burger. Like, how how is that possible? That's true. So we, 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 when you see that list, super big. With all these different ingredients, clearly something is right, not right. Yeah, I mean, unless unless it's all natural stuff and this burger just needed that many things to come up with that flavor, then cool, read it. But once you start seeing a lot of different things that you possibly can't pronounce, <laughs> you might you might be a little worried about it. Um, Earl Lewis said he uses apple cider vinegar, fresh lemon, olive oil, Italian herb dressing in his salad. Yeah, that's a good mix. Good mix. Real stuff right there. Real stuff, right? Yep. Quinona, wild rice, and kumut. Yeah, quinoa. So that's the other thing. When, you, when you're going to eat healthy, like I was just saying, plant-based, you're going to have to try new stuff because you're going to get bored. So rather than eating rice every day, go get quinoa. You want to go try something else? Uh, there's couscous. There's wild rice. There's all these different things that you can go to to where now you're trying different things. And then you're not getting bored. They have different textures. They have different flavor patterns. And now you're having more variety. So it, it's, it's, it's a win-win when you're doing that. You know, um, we go through this thing where people throughout the summertime, you know, uh, I know there's a place called Ralph Icy's around here, and they either have non-dairy or icy. So it's like you can get a non-dairy ice cream or you can get cream. Um, is dairy something about the individual? Because you mentioned as far as how it makes you feel. You know, like the way it feels, makes your body feel so what if it doesn't make your body feel bad and you, you want to do a dairy ice cream or dairy something and it doesn't give you that bloated or that feeling of that you got to go straight to the bathroom? Um, is it still, is dairy overall bad for you? Well, there's still going to be effects of uh, inflammation and different things like that when it comes to dairy that you have to look out for. So even if your your body, you know, from a digestion standpoint, uh isn't affected as much as some other people. 
uh, just taking a look at that and saying, how do I how do I limit that? And then really looking at your sources of dairy, because what happens with dairy, you're going to have uh, a lot of fat and depending on what type of fat you're getting. So if you're, you know, it's high in saturated fats and things like that, you want to take a look at it. Uh, so just looking at the types of dairy, because there's what I would call real cheese and then there's processed craft singles cheese. Right. And that's going to be a difference in the quality and how it affects your body. So uh, always listen to your body. Um, you see a lot of people who are actually looking to improve performance. You know, they and they stay away from dairy. But if you're somebody who's not, you know, at that level of doing things, then uh, just listen to your body and uh, see how that works out for you. Ladies and gentlemen, um, you guys are super afraid to pop up on this damn panel. I can't believe this, but that's cool because we're going to be doing this once a month. So do <laughs> you, got, you can't be afraid, man. I mean, you can't be afraid because you, you email me to ask the questions and <laughs> you don't say nothing. So, uh, yeah, so this uh, um, nervous number says, what's the best thing to eat before a workout? Well, it depends when you're working out, um, but you want to have uh, adequate amount of carbs in your system. Um, you don't want to go in there with a, a complete empty stomach because then depending on what type of workout you're doing, you could fall short and performance can suffer. Uh, I have people who work out in the morning. They might do something like, you know, fruit and oatmeal or something like that to where it's not uh, you don't want to do something that's high in fat before workout. That's going to make you feel sluggish and hold you down. Uh, so you want something that is what uh, more of a, a a complex carb if you have more time. And then if it's something quicker, then maybe just something like fruit that's that's quicker. Uh, that's why, like, if you guys, you know, you played sports when you were younger. Right. And you see they they bring the orange slices out at halftime and stuff like that. Right. And that, and that, what that does is I was giving you simple carbs so that you could go perform longer. So if you want to do some fruit or something like that before uh your workout that's good for you too and then you can afterwards then you can worry about uh protein and then more carbohydrates but yeah one thing to stay away from would be something that's very high in fat uh i've had people do peanut butter but again it's a moderate amount but um you don't want something that's going to be uh like a like a like a steak right <laughs> like you don't want to eat a steak typically before a workout, but something that is going to uh, be able to be quick and easy, uh, thinking of maybe more of a simple carb or uh, something that's not very, very, very high in fat. But yeah, peanut butter, peanut butter would be a good option. Um, people use it for weight gain, but I see they had a small risk depending on which kind of banana. Really? I think you're talking about the peanut butter, maybe? Nike uh, Thrower Six was talking about the Quinona Wild Rice of Kamut, and then he said maybe a banana. And then he says people use it for weight gain. I don't know. They have a small risk of depending on which kind. Yeah, maybe he was responding to uh, Nervins about the peanut butter. And, and yeah, and and adding, uh, especially for younger athletes and like that, you know, if somebody's not going to use a protein supplement or something like that, then yeah. Uh, getting a peanut butter sandwich, uh, even the little kids, you know, where again, dairy is not the greatest thing, but having chocolate milk or something like that post-workout, that's going to be good for them because it's going to have protein. It's going to have uh, carbs for them. It's going to help them replenish if you're not going to use any type of uh, supplement or anything like that. So that's better to have some chocolate milk before other than using uh, pre-workout. After, after, after. After, okay. After. okay. Um, 
Associated Minister says eating healthy can be challenging if you live in a food desert or a black store that has more meat, a white store has more vegetables. Sometimes you can travel in order to get the best food. Yeah, I agree. Uh, sometimes we got to, uh, depending on where you live uh, and what region you're in geographically, there's going to be some differences in maybe making a, a, a bigger trip every so often to get certain stuff and then get some smaller stuff locally to you. But uh, one thing is you just can't, you just can't throw your hands up and say, ah, you know, I'm done. There's nothing I can do, but no, definitely, definitely. That's a big issue right there in terms of the availability of some of these fresh foods. Mike threw and says, yes, it was peanut butter. Yeah. They gained weight. I did not ever do that. So Nike basically was saying people use it for weight gain. Yeah, what happened is something that's high in fat that's going to help you get more calories, and then more calories put you in a surplus, and that's going to help you weight uh, gain weight. But you said peanut butter is good fat, or yeah, depending on how depending on what type. I mean, there's a difference between something that's natural. You turn the brown on the back, and it says ingredients: peanuts and salt. That's good. Now, if you go get something that's like Skippy or something like that, and it's got again all those all those ingredients, it's got those science fair words on the back. It's not going to be the best for you. Jesus, wow, this is tough. Um, Sharon Johnson said, "What's good to get for breakfast?" It's going to be the same answer as lunch and dinner. <laughs> something is real, and then you can go from there. I'm not a big. Uh, eggs person like that really uh i if you're on the go or you want to be something quick you can uh do a shake i like doing a shake in the morning because it's a quick way for me to get a lot of nutrients in and then that kind of gives me a little bit of a, a boost in energy going into my day and that's going to be something like uh berries for antioxidants uh spinach i'll get protein to add into that uh even throw in different things like uh celery or a beet and then i'm good to go and then that's going to, I mean, right there, that's probably more vegetables than some people got all day, right? So that gives me that energy. And that's why, you know, possibly at 12 p.m., I don't need a five-hour energy drink <laughs> because I have that sustained energy. So uh, if you're going to do omelets or eggs and things like that, one great way to get more uh, vegetables, I always say is, you know, try a Onions, bell peppers, mushrooms, get that in there. Don't just do, you know, just basically just do eggs and toast. You want to get some color in there because that's going to be all your all your vitamins as well. So those are good options. You want to make sure that you don't get behind the eight ball on protein. So if you can get some protein with your breakfast, that's not uh, processed. You know, we don't want to stay away from sausage patties and bacon and stuff like that. Uh, then you just want to make sure that you are getting some uh, protein, which you could get from the eggs, adding egg whites would help as well. And uh, oatmeal is always a good uh, complex carb is going to give you sustained energy and it's going to be uh, complex. So that's going to have your body having a time to burn it. So then I like to do oatmeal where I'll add uh, like berries and then I'll add something like just like cinnamon and then maybe like some uh, something for healthy fats like like walnuts or something like that and now that's going to be better for me than that that quaker oats packet that you throw in there uh and if you buy these things in bulk then the price will work out and it's not going to be more expensive so you, you would recommend putting creamer in um in oatmeal 
No, I will stay. I will stay away from that. And like I said, the longer you do the stuff, the more your uh, your palate will change, and you'll get used to it. You'll get used to it. Um, Sarah said, "Is the naked drinks good?" They're gonna have a lot. So, if you read the front of it, it's gonna tell you all the great things, right? Great source of vitamin C. Great source of vitamin A. Blah 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 blah. Right. And you say, okay, this is great. This is all real food on the front. You're right. Then you turn around the back and you're going to say, how many, uh, how many grams of carbs are in this drink? And I'm not sure if with those drinks, if the whole bottle is the serving size or not on the back, but there are some that go up to, you know, 400, 480 calories and stuff like that. Right. And you say, well, that's because if you're putting that much uh, fruit, in a small bottle like that, you're going to be able to drink it faster. There's going to be a lot of sugar. but So you want to take a look. And uh, I used to get those for my son sometimes, but I would do half water and then make it last that long because it's just, it is a very high uh, in sugar with those drinks. So you have to really take a look uh, with the naked drinks. Wow. This is great. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's okay. I just did a smoothie and then they drink it. And it's like, you didn't even read the back. You don't you don't you don't really know what you're putting in your body. Because think about this. If you squeezed eight oranges in a glass, right? How fast could you drink that? Right, right. Two seconds. How fast would it take you to eat eight oranges? Right. <laughs> With the fiber and everything like that. That's why sometimes uh, you know, getting into juicing and things like that can be a little bit uh you get really gotta know what you're doing, or you will be possibly taking a lot more uh calories and sugar than you than you know. Um, so even when you you, you you see a glass of orange juice, there's a lot more sugar than orange juice from the store versus if you squeeze it fresh. Well, it'll be the it probably would. They would add there's additives to a lot of stuff. Like if you look at simply lemonade, simply orange juice, and all that stuff, they do add stuff to it. But the thing is about juices, it's you don't get the fiber, and the fiber is what keeps you kind of satiated and your body has to take time to break that down and if you just drink juice really fast you can just keep drinking right like you don't feel you don't feel satisfied and that's kind of that's why it's better to really actually have a a snack that's an actual real fruit than doing fruit juices and stuff like that i heard the same thing with the juices when you go to getting uh juices that is that the same thing you go to a juice a juice a bar and you have like beets, carrots, and ginger, or is that kind of is that is that a little more? Expensive? That's good because the more vegetables, you're not going to get a lot of sugar with those things. So if that's mixed in there. That's going to be a good option. But you just want to look at what's what you're putting in your body. You want to look at the nutrition facts. If they if you're going to a place like a juice bar or something like that, really go look at it. Say you know how many calories is that, and then understanding uh, how many calories you should be eating in a day, you'll know if that's a good option for you or not. Well, that's my thing. I, I my biggest trick that I do in there is beets, carrots, and ginger. I used to do the protein shake what they used to have with the blueberries and the um, the protein in addition to um, frozen bananas. But then when I wasn't going to the gym, I was like, well, what's the point of having protein and I'm not going to work this off? So I used to just do the beets, carrots, and ginger. And you would see that through your, 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 you know, your waist later. You would actually see that, like literally. 
Yeah. Now, protein, you, you want to get now, depending on what your goal is and what you're doing, you still got to get adequate amount of protein. So what I see is a lot of people, they think that they have to only uh, take in protein if they are going to the gym. But what happens is if you have a low protein diet, then you're not going to have uh, you're not going to feel full as long, which is going to cause you to kind of go and uh, eat more stuff because you're hungry again. So by having a proper amount of protein is going to allow you to keep and maintain the muscle that you have. And then also is going to allow you to feel full. Yeah, that's a horrible feeling when you don't feel full, man. Oh, my gosh. How much water you drink? Ladies and gentlemen, listen, we're going to be here for a few minutes. I just want to let y'all know. Um, it seems like now, yes, we have been proven. This is why health is such a serious, serious, serious topic because people are afraid to ask the questions. Uh, OG Panther, most amazing question here. Uh, any suggestion to keep your prostate healthy? Stay away from processed foods. If you take a look at uh, see a correlation between the U.S. and a lot of other places across the world, and you take a look at uh, prostate cancer and different things like that and look at the statistics, you're going to see a huge difference and say, well, why are they not getting these things as much as we are? And then you look at what we do and how we eat over here, and that's going to be something that's really going to be correlated. Um, other than that, pretty much a lot of all the other stuff that we talked about, and then um, something that, you know, people hear, but they probably don't always do is depending on that age, um, you would have to go, I would have to look that up, whatever age, go get checked out, <laughs> you know, make sure that you, you, you stay ahead of the game for that, which some people, you know, they're not doing. Um, for people that don't know what a prostate is, could you give them a quick, simple term with that? Cause some people may not know what is that? Some of these men don't know exactly what their body is. <laughs> they don't know what their prostate is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I I know we are, we're on YouTube right now, <laughs> uh, but it, it's it's up between your bladder and your and your reproductive organ, uh, you know. So that's a place right there, you know, and it's where you know when you when you go to the doctor they're gonna go back door and check it out so just go ahead and make sure you check that out and that's where a lot of hormones are as well so get yourself checked out um abby jackson says what about your fruit about fruit combining whereby not mixing acid fruits with sweet fruits do you believe that it is recommended to follow that's something that's very minute as well if that's something that you feel uh affects your body adversely and you, it doesn't work for you then by all means go for it but in terms of me worrying about you know mixing certain fruits that's just not something that uh i was, would spend a lot of time doing unless you're actually having uh you know heartburn or different issues with that then there's not a reason to really look into that associate minister i guess he was just stressed this whole expiration there's a lot of additives and chemicals and food in order to extend the shelf life of food. It's very important that you read the expiration date. Yeah, now that and that's really the typical reason why the, the food is becoming what it is. And it's like, is this even food anymore? <laughs> because it's, it's becoming something that needs to last this long. And if you go buy fresh food, you can see how long it lasts, right? If you don't use it, it's gonna be gone really quick. And that's gonna be what's best for your body. 
before they tell you anything out of the ground is good for you. Um, workouts at home. I want to give this a brief before because uh, yeah, if we have you back, if you're welcome to come back here once a month, um, people, this is clearly, clearly a, a big concern with America, and I feel that people just still are trying to cope with it of trying to really discipline themselves. So at home, it's cool. You, uh, for example, I have a, a, a bicycle here. I have a real bike and I have a spin cycle. Clearly the bike has not been going because it's been 10 degrees out here. So <laughs> what would you recommend to do a minimum of, because we always feel that you have to work out an hour, two hours, et cetera, et cetera. What would you feel in regards to a spin cycle workout, bicycle workout, any workout at home, non-gym workouts? What, what, how long or how much, how much time you should be putting into that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, what I would say is make sure that you're doing some type of strength training. And that doesn't mean you need weights or anything like that, but you still should be doing some type of squat. If you're able to do lunges, do a lunge. If you can do push-ups, do a push-up or a modified push-up. If you have something to wear your bands or something like that. Uh, if you have a pull-up bar in your house, everybody can't do pull-ups. So if you have a band to where you can pull, and most importantly, pulling is more important than pushing. The backside of your body is what's going to keep your body upright, healthy, all those posture muscles. The front side of your body, not so much. So that's more of like, you know, vanity muscles, beach muscles. So we want to make sure the backside of our body is being worked as well. Uh, even if you're doing stuff like glute bridges, uh, those all those things are going to be important and that doesn't take any weight, right? So if, you, if you're going to spend uh, at least 20 minutes, two twice a week doing that, and then if you want to get into the cardio things and you're going to do uh, a bike, go for a walk, do a hit circuit where you might do like jumping jacks and mountain climbers and stuff like that and really get your heart rate going, which is going to be good for heart health. Then we want to do at least about 120 minutes a week. So you can break that down however you want. Uh, it's just important that you you get close to that, that goal. That's good to know. 120 minutes a week. Um, in the gym, <laughs> this is where you come in. Um, in regards to you being a personal trainer as well as uh, a nutrition advisor, what would you recommend for your clients or more or less what's, what's unique with Wayne? It's called Workout with Wayne. What is unique with working out with Wayne um, in your words? Uh, I really take a habit-based approach when it comes to nutrition and even exercise. So a lot of people are surprised um, that I'm not yelling at them. <laughs> it's not a boot camp and I'm not trying to force them to conform to what I say. It's more about me saying, hey, what are you doing? What are you used to doing? What are your habits? How can we make them better? What is your lifestyle? How can I make them better? And then we start working. So usually I have them take a step back. I really evaluate their diet, their habits, and then we start changing things so that it's easier for them as they move forward. Because anybody could just say, hey, here's a workout plan. Here's a meal plan. And then I'm going to, uh, you know, coach you one hour a week or two hours a week. Who can't do that? It's about me putting you in a program and me saying, hey, what are you used to doing? Learning who you are, learning what type of things that 
uh, you might have had to unlearn in the past. And then we put together a program and say, okay, this is going to be good for you. What strategies can we use to get more vegetables? You're like, well, I'm busy. I don't know what to do. Well, I do like eggs. I'm like, all right, well, let's throw some bell peppers and onions in your eggs. You're like, oh, I never thought of that. So now you're building out, building out. And then after a couple months, all these things are second nature. And now you can kind of leave the nest and do it on your own or you can tell friends about it and you can say, I look at food differently. I look at exercise differently by working out with Wayne, not I got a bunch of his old workouts and, you know, I got an old meal plan he gave me and I'm pretty much the same person that I walked in the door as. That's not the goal. It's about you learning sustainable habits and uh, actually kind of being able to do things intuitively. Now, could you do training um, now that we're living in this society now, in this world of tech where, you know, a lot of the things are done through Zoom, et cetera, could you actually do training one-on-one um, -on -one without the person being in your physical state and also let them know where you are located for people that are watching this in post-production where they can actually contact you with your Instagram name? Yeah, yeah. So I do offer virtual training. Uh, I do have an app, so I'm able to train people um, without being you know, one-on-one -on -one with them in person, they're still going to be able to have access to the program. We're able to meet. I mean, we're talking right now. Look, you know, look where you are. I'm in a, I'm in Arlington, Virginia, right outside of DC. Uh, so it, it's able to work. I have weekly meetings with people and we do the coaching just like this, you know, and then there's other people that are actually trained like this to where, uh, I'm able to demonstrate and do the things and they have uh, access to whatever they have at their home, whether it be dumbbells, bands or whatever. And then I actually have a couple of clients that actually will take their phone to the gym and we'll go through their workout with them. So, yeah, so it, it, it can be done. It's 2021. And know all these things can be. So this is something if they have to reach you, of course. Well, your, 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 your YouTube is work out with Wayne as well, or let them know what you Yeah, I've been posting much on there right now. I'm working on that. But the best way to reach me is uh, workoutwithwayne.com. And then I have a contact form there. You can find all that information, uh, workoutwithwayne.com. And then most importantly, the podcast, uh, where you can get a lot more free information. Um, and that's Stronger Inside, Stronger Inside podcast. Um, okay. Uh, OG Panther said, "Big ups to Nate and Wayne. This is a great show. I'm going to head head to this place and go get some rest. Peace until we meet again. Absolutely, we appreciate that. Uh, appreciate you. Um, even at work, you're able to throw these questions. We appreciate that. Uh, Jr. Meadow said, DMB, we in the building. Of course, why not? Um, Earl Lewis said, Nate and Wayne, thanks for this show advice. It has been the most informative. Great show as usual. Um, and yes, this is the name of the actual." podcast is stronger inside podcast yeah so check us out on youtube go ahead and subscribe we got about 25 episodes on there i got some of the older ones i need to finish uploading uh, but then also you got spotify and uh google Podcasts and all that stuff for on there as well so uh some really good conversations it's all health and fitness uh and just kind of how we had these conversations today you'll be able to learn some stuff or stuff that you already know and sometimes you just got to get reminded of it <laughs> We had the brother, uh, shout out to uh, work out with Wayne. We had the brother that, um, your friend that you asked. Yeah, yep, Ernest, Mr. 100 Pounds Down. Yes. Could you explain how you played such a significant role? So, people, you're going to see this. I'm going to actually have this in the thumbnail. So, if you're watching the thumbnail, this is the gentleman that was there before and after. Yeah. 
Uh, well, we were friends already. We were already friends. And even before I was a trainer and, you know, he, he had got up in weight and we had a conversation. I said, hey, look, man, I'm a trainer now. I'm helping all these other people. Let me help you and let, let's get to it. And he was like, you know what? I'm ready. You know, everybody's not ready. You can only do these type of things when you're ready. And he was he was ready. And he was able to go from uh, around 400 pounds. He's around 400. He's not a short guy. He's about 6'3". And now he's at a, a, a pretty lean 250. He's, he's still working where he wants to go. But it, it's an athletic-looking 250. His body fat is down. Um, he's really changed his lifestyle. And... It, it, it's just it, he's able to inspire others because as much as I can come on here and talk and things like that, people will say, you know, maybe you've never had problems with weight, Wayne. What do you know? I'm like, OK, that's, that's true. I mean, I know what I'm talking about, but, yeah, I don't have the personal experience. But now here's somebody who can pretty much tell you what I'm saying is true. He lives it and he can give you a different perspective. And, you know, he lives it and he can show you that it works. And it's not any gimmicks. It's not any, you know, we weren't worried about what type of water. We just worried about water. <laughs> we weren't worried about mixing fruit. We were worried about just eating fruit. You know what I mean? We weren't worried about, you know, what's better, you know, cycling or the rower. We were like, we just need to get moving. And then all those things started to get more important as he got closer to where he is now. But uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was a big difference. And his knowledge has changed. And like, like, like I said, by working with me, it's not that I just whipped them into shape by working out. No, we went through a process to where now, I mean, he can he can teach somebody else to do it for real. <laughs> I would say he he's really one certification away from being able to help people on his own. Wow, just from that, that testimony of that transformation alone is yeah. incredible. Yep. And, that, and that's what I want for people, because now you should be able to understand this. And if somebody else were to have a conversation with you, you should be able to help them. And that's how we change the community. If one person actually put in the effort to change and they understand it, now the people closest to them will get that information, right? That's right. I'd say that, 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 that dude was inspiring, man. Y'all got to see that. Check that photo out. I got it on my Instagram, but I will definitely have it in the thumbnail. So that is the picture in the thumbnail if you want to see what my brother Wayne is about. You know what I'm saying? You want to lose some pals, man, you're tired of complaining. You know, you could do it, you know, you could do it in person and you could do it. And, and it's about one step at a time. Don't don't feel like you have to do everything at once. You know, if, if you can't if you can't uh get to a gym right now, at least start with your diet. You know, if you just whatever it is, if you can't buy some weights and you're still <laughs> gonna be at home, then then just go for a walk. But start building some habits. If you, you know, excuse me, if you're if you're going to still buy rotisserie chicken and you don't have time to cook, at least just swap out your white rice for brown rice. Like just start making some small changes, and and then that's part of the process right there. Is it corn, Mister? Yeah, a lot of people think corn is a vegetable, and that's that's something we always talk about on our podcast. <laughs> it's like it is is not a vegetable because you'll see people like, oh yeah, I have chicken, rice, and corn, you know. So I you know I took care of the vegetable. It's like no corn, corn is a <laughs> is a carbohydrate. Corn is a carbohydrate. So even when you eat popcorn, it's not good. <laughs> As a snack, <laughs> it's a snack. Right. Wow. Yeah. 
We appreciate that. Uh, Adrian Tita said, thank you for your expertise. <laughs> a lot of brothers. Oh, man. That's a fellow trainer right there. <laughs> okay, shout out to Adrian 3000. Yes, sir. <laughs> and they said that. So we appreciate you, man. Listen, um, again, ladies and gentlemen, um, this is something that I'm going to have to, I want to break down a different video. So I'm going to have to split this video up and actually make another one, Dwayne. So we, 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 we're putting it out there. So get used to him. He is going to be a, a, a friend of the show, and I would like you to be here as much as we can. Unless we have an emergency that happens in the news and there's a, a health scare, you can address it and you say, yo, Nate, I want to address something, you're more than welcome to do that at any given. Okay. So uh, let it be known you are not. You are a friend of this show. So if there's Appreciate something that, man. let me know and something I got on my own later. But you got to definitely promise at least to give. Please be here at least once in a month. I can do once a month. I like that. And I appreciate you, you know, lending your audience to me and hopefully some people can take away. And the next time we do this, I, I want some yeah. talking and get to some solutions, some solutions just for them. Can you tell, can you say that again? Because I don't, I think what I say, like, oh, man, it's easier for you. We, <laughs> this is the first time people were scared to jump in on this, on this panel. <laughs> I've never yeah. had wow, like they're really afraid to do that. Oh man, yeah. The panel the panel's gotta be open. We can have some honest discussions. And if somebody wants some specific uh answers, or even if they're asking for a friend or something like that, why not? Uh because you know, it's one thing to leave a comment in the comment section, which is great, but if we can, you know, have a have a consultation, like you said, before I start training anybody, we we talk. Before I even see them move, we talk. We sit down and we talk. I learn who you are, and then I can tell you. And usually, that's where I start being able to assess what's the best way of going about it. Well, before we, we leave, uh, we, we're going to encourage the people this way because I want to make sure I put this clip on Instagram. But you know, let's—I'm coming to you. Let's just say this is how it's done. For example, so um, workout, Wayne. How is this laid out? Shout out to Earl Lewis, man. I appreciate you, bro. Um, how would this be done? Now, this is a one-on-one -on -one with me, real life, right? So give them pretty much a layout of exactly how this would go so they could kind of be prepared the next time. The next time? Uh, if somebody were to join the panel or call in or something like that? Let's, 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 actually, I'm the one joining the panel. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? Wait, hi, my name is uh, Nathaniel. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I kind of, you know, the summertime's coming. I haven't been to the gym since March of last year. It's killing me. Yes, I did do my bikes throughout last summer, but somehow I've been slacking. I had this uh, the spin cycle here, but for the most part, I've been slacking a little bit. And you know, um, it's it's it'll be April tomorrow, right? So, I, I, what should I do? Um, I need your help. Yeah, uh, what we'll say is, you know, what's your goal? We'll go through that. We'll say, why is it your goal? And then, uh, you know, ha have you already tried this before? What have you already tried? Because before I can give you and start saying, do this, I want to know what you've already tried and understand kind of where you are. And then we can start putting in some uh, habits and working towards it. Because somebody might, you know, you might be asking this question because you want to get in shape for your, uh, you know, high school reunion in six days. <laughs> and then what's the point of me telling you a bunch of stuff, right? So yeah, we will break it down and say, you know, what's your, what's your time frame? What do you want to do this? Why you want to do this? And then we can go from there and build it up. And then, you know, you know, what's your typical day look like when it comes to food? You know, what type of choices are you making? And then you say, all right, well, 
how can we get some more vegetables in there? What type of snacks are you doing? How much water do you drink? And then we can really break it down like that and then get somebody to where they can have some more tangible solutions just going into the very next day. And, and, and there's nothing to be afraid about. He's, he's like, this is just a preview. So, Ronald, uh, well, we have a few people before we leave. Ronald Knox Jr. said, I will join next time because I'm a truck driver. I work 12 hours, five days a week, and it's hard for me to keep a healthy diet. Okay. Yeah, those are tough. Uh, people who are drivers, uh, that that's tough because you're not getting a lot of movement and then you know you're stopping places picking up stuff so maybe looking at some solutions for that uh, the next time uh, that'll be that'll be good enjoy a lawyer says appreciate you big bro great topic drinking a lot drinking a glass of water before a meal has been my go-to since covid closures reduce my outdoor and gym exercise same here yeah. also what i'd like to do is because you know especially in our community we we we're kind of lax when it comes to obesity and we think that it's not that bad. So I would really like when we do the, the one-on-ones for people to say, Hey, what is your BMI right now? And we'll let them know this is where you are right now. And we can do these things to get you to change. But a lot of people, they don't even really know where they are. Uh, and if we can say, this is where you are and this is where you kind of should be, that might be an eye opener in itself instead of us just saying, oh, yeah, I need to lose some weight. Like, what does that mean? Oh, I need to lose 20 pounds. Like, what does that mean? Like, this is a body fat percentage you should be working towards. And this BMI says you're here and we really need you to get here according to, you know, where your height and weight are. This is a lot, this is a lot different. You you have more of an exclusive way because you remind me of a, a trainer that would be. Not only more, not only just a motivational speaker, but an inspirer in the sense where I can see, not to put a, a celebrity on a pedestal, but I'm pretty sure one of these celebrities will say, hey, man, we may need you to fly in here for a month <laughs> or put you up. I mean, are you down for the challenge? Because yeah. clearly you are. You're passionate about this. Yeah. Yeah. It's what I like to do. Uh, we got a separate project coming where we, we did a documentary. Uh, with three guys and in earnest, Mr. Hundred Pounds Down. So that's something that's a long term project. I'm working on it. Uh, so that's something that we're gonna put out there to where yeah, you'll see that side of it to where it's it's about helping people, helping them grow, uh, and just changing the way they look at these things. So that that's my approach because you can't if if you're not right up here and if you don't have the knowledge or if you don't have the emotional fortitude to where you you know you have different things going on, you're not gonna the workout's not going to matter. You know, you might, you might feel good for a little bit of time, but then you'll fall off. And so I want to make sure that you're wired correctly so that you don't have those, uh, those big laps and fall off. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't think we could get any deeper than this. I mean, again, please support this brother. Um, he is definitely, uh, definitely one of my favorite picks. And, um, you know, again, don't be afraid. You know, I'm here. There's no, no, you know, if you gotta, if you gotta block your face, you can just do it like this. It's very simple. That's all you gotta do. I mean, <laughs> a different avatar, but I chose to use my avatar, damn it. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> yeah. 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 So if you have any questions, please feel free. You can hit him up on his Instagram, it's right there. If his Instagram happens to change because now he's working with Jay Z and Beyonce and training them and shit changes, then I'm pretty sure there's an email that says work out with. <laughs> 
let her know an email. Emails never change. So if there's an email, what do you have just in case things may happen? Yeah, everything you can be reached through uh, uh, my website, workoutwithwayne.com. Uh, on all the social media, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, it's Workout with Wayne. Uh, so, and then, like I said, the podcast is Stronger Inside Podcast. But yeah, I'm very easy to find because it's, it's all Workout with Wayne. <laughs> all Workout with Wayne. Well, ladies and gentlemen, so again, if he's training Drake and Rihanna, you know, that couldn't happen. But, you know, this man may just be deleted at that point. <laughs> 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 well, we appreciate you, man. So again, um, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate that. We're not, we're not, we're not changing. We're just gonna keep going and going and going. And unfortunately, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I know y'all like to hear the little crazy smack that I talk about every now and then. But this is a very serious, serious topic. One of my favorite topics. And you know, when it comes to plane, trains, automobiles, health is before that. So I know a lot of y'all see that tomorrow we're going to be tuning in tomorrow. The young sister from South Africa that is an airplane pilot. Uh, again, no, 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 no ratchet talking. So it's going to be simple. So I know that. You, <laughs> so we have classy brothers such as my man here, and uh, definitely Wayne. Uh, when we do these trips and we got things coming up, feel free. I mean, we could be on the resort, man, and he's going to be out there working because I'm going to be out there promoting. Him. So I'm going to let y'all know right now. If we do this resort. Excuse me. When we got this big resort trip coming up in 2022, um, just be be prepared and y'all get, get your things right. If y'all want to make sure you're good for 22, better hit my man up. <laughs> get your shit together because he may not get you right by next Saturday, my damn it. But you know you can start next Saturday. Oh right? yeah, you got to make time. Make time for that long term investment. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Taylor, I, I know it was rough tonight because you jump in on every damn panel. So <laughs> even you were shy. So we appreciate you. Uh, fellas, don't get intimidated, man. The brother's in shape, man, but he's showing you how you could look like him. God damn it. Man. Don't worry about it. It's going to all work out. So everything is great, man. We appreciate y'all. And we'll 